L.O.P. in the building. My life been a movie, I should have filmed it. Nicely with the pen game, pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product, opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it. I be kicking back, you could Google it. Bring a block to the booth, get the truth, just another lane lock. I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block. Whoa. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. You're now locked into the Life of Product podcast. Ah, it's episode 69. <laughs> Yo, I told y'all the last episode. I was kind of embarrassed to say that. I'm a grown man. Look, man, bong, bong. Get, get it how you live it. You know what I'm saying? But yo, this is episode 69. Shouts out to everybody. That show loved episode 68. Episode 68 was the Father's Day, uh, 20 Father's Day 2022, man. I'm still happy about Father's Day. Father's Day was lit. It, it was great. That whole weekend was amazing for me, man. It, it was great, man. Um, not to recap too much on that. Shouts out to my boy Ish, my boy, my brother, my brother from another mother. He came through for episode 67. Shouts out to Danny Johnson <clears throat> that called into the show for episode 66, man. I, I yo, real talk, right? When I first started the show. I told y'all this before. I ain't, I ain't really think it was going to get to this level. I'm almost 70 episodes deep. But we're, we're about... This summer makes two years. August makes two years I've been doing the show. I get a lot of emails from people. A lot of emails from people thanking me for the subjects that I talk about. They said that the subjects helped them. I, I have people... And I, and I won't reveal all of the things that people say because I believe in privacy. But people have really given me their testimonies. Telling me that... The things that they were going through in detail and certain things that I said helped them get through it. And that's what I do it for. I don't, I don't, this is therapy. It's not just therapy for me. It's therapy for y'all as well. Yo, episode 69, man. I really wish that this episode subject matter was a little better, man. But prayers go out to Lil TJ, man. Lil TJ was shot. Um, As y'all know, he was shot in New Jersey. Lil TJ is from the Bronx, man. The gun violence got to stop. It got to stop. And what's sad about the situation, he, he was on the northern New Jersey side. He was in Edgewood. That's like Bergen County. Um, I've been there plenty of times because when I moved out, when I moved from Brooklyn to EO, I used to slide through Edgewater quite often, man. Um, from what I seen, it was it was really chill. Like I never had a problem out there. I spent a couple, you know, I spent time out there just kicking it or whatever, riding around doing my thing or whatever. And I was watching a news clip, and this dude said that he used to come to that area a lot just to, I guess, grab food, chill or whatever. Maybe he moved out there. You know, a lot of rappers, uh, a lot of New Yorkers in general, we we go from New York to Jersey. I did it for four years, and I loved it. It was it was great. I had you know no problems. Um, I really hate when, when I saw it, I was like, yo, first thing I, I said to myself, I said, yo, I pray he's alive. That's the first thing I said when I, when I saw it, like the little clip on my phone or whatever. And he is alive, but he's actually, he was in surgery. I think he's out of surgery now. And, um, he, they said he's stable, but I believe he's still unconscious. And little, little TJ, he's a little dude, man. He's not that big. He's like a hundred and something pounds, maybe 130, maybe 140. If, if that's, that's kind of pushing it. Um, they said it was an armed robbery, and I believe that the dudes who did it got caught, and they said Lil TJ had somebody with him, and I think the person he was with either got shot right after him or shot at an Exxon or something like that. <clears throat> I didn't go too deep into that, but the the gun violence got to stop. It was an armed robbery. You were you were. It's it's dangerous being a rapper, especially a rapper from New York. Well, it kind of I mean I even say that it really don't matter. It really don't matter. Like like look look what happened with Young Dolph. Young Dolph, they say he was he was going something was going to get cookies, B. He was going to get cookies and he got he got lined up. I believe they I believe they said one of the employees lined them up or whatever. I don't really know the details for that. But um it gotta stop. You, you know, in, in, in black society, right? Our superheroes tend to be 
sports players, particularly basketball players, and rappers, those tend to be like the superheroes of the hood because those are the people that made it. You know, in a black, black society, we don't never give credit to the doctors. We don't never give credit to the man that became a manager, had his job, that worked his way up from like sweeping floors. We don't never give credit to the dude who just punched a clock. Half, 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 of, half of black America does not work nine to five. They work six to 2.30. They work two to 10.30. They work overnight. You know what I'm saying? So, but we still use the term nine to five or whatever. But we don't never give the term, we don't never give credit or superpower credit to the people, the men and women that just get up and punch clocks every day. We don't, we don't never give them credit. In black society, our superheroes uh, are the people that swing, uh, that, that could sling crack rock and got a wicked jump shot. And the rappers, we, we credit the drug dealers in the hood um, higher than we do the person that punches a clock because I guess punching a clock ain't cool, right? So if, if our superheroes... All the people that get up on the mic every day, you going, you thumbing through their gram, you on YouTube, you on Worldstar, you watching their videos. Why are y'all trying to kill them? Why are y'all trying to keep that energy for the cops? Y'all ain't going to do that because y'all soft. Half of y'all soft. Yo, I've seen, I'm going to keep it 100, right? I've seen situations where rich Jewish people walk through my hood untouched, untouched, unbothered, unfazed. Nobody said nothing to them. But let somebody, let a black dude come through with jewelry on. He was getting robbed. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen, I've seen white people come through there. You could tell it wasn't from there. Minding a business, got bread. Look at the gentrification. I remember when gentrification first started happening. I was on Jefferson Avenue. I seen a white dude walking through there with khakis on. You could tell he had money, but he wasn't flaunting it. You could tell he had bread. Nobody touched him. Nobody touched him. But let that been a black dude. Young black dude, an older black dude, where, where everything Gucci, y'all would have robbed him. Y'all would have robbed him, took him. Y'all would have probably embarrassed him, told him to come back through there. Why do y'all do that? Why? Y'all don't, y'all don't never keep that energy for the cops. I've seen cops harass people. I've seen cops beat on people. I've, se- I've seen dudes, I've known dudes that was robbers and stick-up kids get har- harassed and beat on by cops during the whole stop and frisk. And they was just, please, officer, no, stop, chill, leave me alone, chill, bro. But y'all didn't. Stuck up such and such from up the block. Why didn't you keep that office that 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 energy for officer for the officer, huh? Why officer Joey got to duff you out, but you ain't do nothing. Why? Why are we doing it? And that's a question I've been asking for years. And real talk, man, Lil TJ didn't deserve that. He deserved better than that. Y'all, y'all, y'all really could have ended that kid life. And what's even more messed up, he was supposed to start a Europe a Europe tour. I believe <clears throat> this weekend, I believe, or next weekend or something like that. He was supposed to go. I think I think it was supposed to kick off in, in Dublin and he was supposed to go from there to uh, London and I forgot where else, but he was supposed to do a whole European tour. So not only did y'all rob him, not only did you throw your freedom away, not only did you almost kill him, you messed up his bag. You messed up his money. He has people that love him. And I'm pretty sure the people that did the robbing have people that love them as well. Y'all got people that love y'all. I believe... Um, it was a couple of people. I know. I know. The, I know this from New York. The dudes that did it, but I don't know. They wasn't from Jersey, but I, I believe they was from New York. But I can't remember which part of New York they was from. And on the flip side, Jersey is crazy. They, they, yo, they give it up in Jersey, man. Let me tell you, yo, yo I never had a problem in Jersey. Thank God. I, I rock with Jersey. I love Jersey. I love Jersey just as much as I love New York, which is right there. I used to go to Jersey a lot before I actually moved to Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Because it was right there. But they give it up, and don't, don't ever think Jersey is soft. Don't. Don't think Jersey is soft. I don't care if it's a little town right outside of uh, West Orange. You know what I'm saying? Right outside the oranges. They give it up out there. Y'all could have took that kid life. 
And thank God he's alive. And it's about to get worse up there. Especially in New York City. They just had the Supreme Court case where they overturned the whole gun law stuff. So now you can start carrying it. I don't know all of the details on it, but I do know that. I think, I know when you're a business owner in New York City, if you got a bodega, you can have a gun. I know up in Long Island, you can have a gun in your home. Um, I believe they're passing it out and when you can get a permit, a carry permit or a license. That's going to get bad. 20, 25 years ago, that would have worked. If, if, if that was allowed in the 90s, 30 years ago in the 90s, that would have worked. Because when, when the gun violence started getting worse in the 90s, I feel like that would have leveled the playing field. I, now, <laughs> yo, dog, you know how many people are going to commit murders, robbery, stick-ups, and then toss the gun and be like, oh, my gun got stolen. There's going to be mounds of paperwork going on. Um, it's going to end bad. New York City is about to become the wild, wild west. There's going to look at all the shootouts that's happening now. The, what me personally, I feel like it's our uh, 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 constitutional right to be able to carry guns. But carrying a gun comes with a huge responsibility. I carry a gun. It comes with a huge responsibility. When I filled out that paperwork and I got my, my paperwork together to carry my hammer, I already knew I had to be responsible with it. I don't go around just wanting to flash it on people. I don't go around wanting to shoot stuff up. I don't go around doing that, but you have people that are not in that mind state. You have people, this is going to be their get out of jail free card to kill people that they don't like. It's going to get bad. All of the, I've seen, I've lost count how many altercations I saw in New York growing up. I lost count. When I, when I moved to Jersey, I used to go back to New York like every weekend. I was still seeing altercations. I didn't see all kinds of people, Paul Hammers. I didn't see all kinds kind of stuff. At the end of the day, it's like, I feel like the government has an underlining uh, agenda to set us up for failure, to set us up for death. I feel like coming off of the Trump era, coming off of the whole possibility of us having a civil war too, they said, all right, if we couldn't go to civil war two and kill them, we're going to let them kill themselves. Who can disagree with me? If any, a lot of y'all disagree with me sometimes, y'all jump in my comments, y'all jump in my, my DMs, y'all jump in my emails or whatever. There is no way you could disagree with me on that. You can't. Now, I believe two people sued the city to get it kick-started, right? Now, why in 2022 has this decision been made when they had all these years to do this? All these, I had all these years to overturn that Supreme Court ruling. Y'all want to do it now? Yo, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about it. It's the Boy Product, Life Product Podcast. This is episode 69, man. Uh, we'll be back. You know what I'm saying? Bong, bong. Shouts out to Anchor. You know what I'm saying? For the distribution and the sponsorship. Rock with your boy. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the Boy Product. We're now back with the Life of Product Podcast, episode 69. Oh, my God. I sound so nasty saying that. <laughs> it feels weird. As a grown man in his 30s, I, I don't feel right saying 69. Like, that, yo, who, yo, we're going to leave that alone. Ah, ah, we're going to leave that alone, man. I might have to delete this episode <laughs> years from now. But, um, yeah, man, Um, this week, Lil TJ was shot. Thank God he's alive. Thank God. You know, regardless how you feel about his music, like me, I'm neutral. I'm not, I'm not really a fan. I don't hate his music. I don't, I just don't really listen to it like that because it's not for me. But I, what I, what I do like about little TJ, I love to see upcoming artists from New York, no matter, no matter what generation that artist is from. If that artist is 45 and he just got put on and he's from New York and he, and he's making traction, he's making noise. I am going to support it. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, I root for the home team. A lot of y'all, a lot of y'all don't like it. Um, being as though that I moved out of town, I noticed a lot of people are not on the New York wave. I remember at one point, all you heard was New York music. When you went down south, you went to California, all you heard was New York music. I remember one point when when around the, the whole Rockefeller Hard Knock Life Tour, when Rockefeller was rocking, 
Rough Riders was rocking, Murder Inc. was rocking. That's all you heard. Then eventually it started, the wave started to die out. And that's a whole nother conversation. We're going to do a show on that one day, but I'm going to wait till the show get a little bigger so I can piss people off because they ain't going to like it. But yo, man, um, shout out to Lil TJ. Like I said, regardless of how you feel about his music, I've seen, I've seen me, I do a, little, a lot of comment reading. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen people randomly hate on this kid. You know what I'm saying? They, they, see, they hate to see a young boy getting it. They hate, to, they hate to see a young boy getting it. His own peers probably hate to see that he getting it. He probably got family that hate to see that he getting it. Um, the crazy thing is the dudes that robbed him, I got this feeling, I got this inclination that he was frequenting, which he was frequenting that area a lot. I got this feeling that they was probably watching him. Like, this is not the first time they saw him. It wasn't e- either, it wasn't the first time they saw him or they knew he was going to be there or they followed him because that happens a lot. People get followed. You got be thinking it's only in the movies. Look at Saha the Prince. I think it was either earlier this year or last year, Saha the Prince, some dudes tried to gun him down on a highway in Atlanta. I don't know what highway it was, but they literally followed him on the highway and started busting at his car. How do you do that? You you trying to shoot a man literally in the middle of the traffic. Now, y'all would have caught multiple bodies if he was successful. But um, thank God little TJ is alive. Um, I feel like the whole Supreme Court thing with them overturning the gun law in New York, I feel like it is an underlining plan for more stuff. I feel like there's a war going on in America, believe it or not. There's a war going on. And I'm going to say there's, there is a war on black America. And there's a war on Hispanic men as well. There is. Because y'all, y'all treat them, y'all treat our, our Hispanic brothers the same way, our ancestors the same way. Y'all don't like us. Y'all don't like us. So y'all want to kill us. So what's the best way to, 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 what's the best way to let a group of people, uh, to kill a group of people? Let them kill each other. Because that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We're literally, yo, how many times, yo, yo, I'm from New York and they give it up. They give it up. I, yo, I've seen people fight over seats on the subway. I've seen people fight because kids was dancing on the subway. I've seen people fight on buses over seats over somebody's phone being too loud. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it all. And, and, and let me let me go back to something. Let me revert back to something real quick. I remember the first episode I did, a lot of people was mad at it. They was mad at it. It was called um, Unpopular Opinion. Very first episode, which did some really good numbers on streaming, um, was about the fact that I felt like Blood and the Crip had messed up New York City. It did. We already had gangs in New York. We already had violence in New York. We had cliques in New York. We had people holding down their blocks, right? Once the Blood and the Crippin started happening, once the record labels <clears throat> saw that there was money in Blood and the Crippin, y'all had people like Lil Bow Wow Crip walking in videos. Y'all had dancers Crip walking in videos. Y'all had, them, y'all had people that was never affiliated with a gang in their life throwing up, throwing up signs, doing handshakes and videos. I remember walking up Utica Avenue when Blood and Crippin really, really started getting big between 97 and 98. <clears throat> and all, all them dudes that used to sell batteries right outside the three train started selling uh, red and blue scarves, flags. We call them flags now. They wasn't, they wasn't, in 91, 92, we didn't call them flags. In 91, 92, you could walk around anywhere with a yellow scarf, a red scarf, a blue scarf. You could walk around with any of that. But once 97, 98 came, you could not have a red or a blue scarf on your head unless you was gang affiliated in New York City, particularly Brooklyn. So the first episode was Blood and the Crip and Messed Up New York City. With the gun, with the, with the, yo, any, any random block in New York. And I, and I told, so I was having a conversation with this really, really down to earth, humble country ass dude down. He's really cool. <laughs> I always make fun of him. And I ain't gonna say his name. I always make fun of him. Very, very, very humble Southern dude, right? And he was like, yo, I want to go to New York one day. I was like, yo, be careful. It's the first thing I said. He was like, I was like, yo, you go to New York? I said, um, if you got family and some people's up there, hit them up. I said, it, it would be a great vacation for you to see something different. I said, go 
from the airport to Manhattan, hang out in Manhattan, hang out in Midtown, do that. Don't really go to too many local places. Now, Brooklyn, we show love in Brooklyn. We that that's that's one of the main things. I love many things about my home in Brooklyn, right? But one of the main things I love in Brooklyn is the fact that when people come to Brooklyn that are not from there, on average, we show love, but things can still happen. So I told this man, go to Manhattan, stay in Manhattan, spend the extra money, boom, boom, boom. Any, and I told him, I said, any given block in New York City, I, let's take East, East New York, right? I, I lived in the East twice, right? I The first time I'm, I lived in the East, I was in the East for two years, and I was on Belmont and Berriman, right? And I seen it all up and down Picking Avenue, Van Sicklin. If you're from Brooklyn, you're from the East, you know about the little PJs right there by the Van Sicklin stop by the C train right across from the 24 hour laundry mat, right? Second time I lived in the East, I was at the end of East New York and City Line, right outside of Ozone Park. Um, I was there from September of 2016. Was it 2016? No, no, no. I was there from September of 2012 to December of 2016, right? Any given block, you see people like this. That's what you see, throwing game signs up. Any any given block, any given block. You you and you know what? A lot of people outside of that area, they think I ain't gonna front on City Line. City Line is dope. I love living out there. Love living out there. But you got certain blocks where they give it up. If you go across Atlantic Avenue and you go up towards Fulton, around where the J train is at, it's all blood. It's all blood. I, the funny thing is, I've never seen any black kids blooding up there. I've only seen mainly Dominican kids blooding up there. So it don't matter. The culture, the culture in, in New York City, the, the gang culture, mind you, I'm not downing them. I got family that's that's that bang. I got homeboys I grew up with that bang. I got people I've met that are good dudes, but they bang. So I got love for them. But the crazy thing is, should I be conflicted? I'm a down-to-earth dude. Whatever walk of life you come from. I rock with you if you show me love, but that's what's happening. And the message I'll be trying to get out on this podcast to all of them, I just hope all of y'all stop because the war is on. The, the war that you think you got going on with such and such that got a blue flag or y'all might, y'all might both be blood just from a different clip. Y'all might be from a different set and still beefing with each other. That's not your real enemy. That ain't your real enemy. Your, your enemy is the dude in a badge that's from Long Island. That's, that's driving around your borough waiting to bust your head open. Your real enemy, listen to me, your real enemy is not the dude from two, three blocks over. You see that's fresh in you. You want to pop him. Your real enemy is sitting in Manhattan right now in a suit. And you've never met him in your life, but he's pushing a pin and making some type of decision that's going to either lock you up tonight, get you killed, get no justice, your family gets no money. That's your real enemy. Your real, your real enemy might be somebody from states away. That's from a different political party that voted for Donald Trump that hates you all because he doesn't even know you or understand you. That's why your real enemy might be that same dude who hates you because you was born in a different country and you came here in a green card or a visa and you got a different accent. You speak different languages. That's your real enemy. You understand what I'm saying? So the point I'm trying to make is, like I said in the beginning of the show, man, shouts out to Lil TJ. I'm happy he's alive. Um, I pray he has a full recovery and I pray he gets back to doing what he's doing. It has to stop. If y'all don't see, see, the thing is me growing up in Brooklyn, I looked at life a, a, a whole different way. Then by a certain age, with me having appearance and an upbringing that I have and me having the circle that I have and, and the strong willingness that I have that was instilled in me, I looked at life a total different way. 
me moving helped me look at life a total different way. In my late, yes, I'm late. I'm late 24 hours. Do I want to stay late? I want to stay late. I'm that cool dude that you could come to and talk to about anything, but you need to listen to me when I'm telling you because I'm trying to save y'all lives. Like Lauren Hill said on the Nas album, I'm out here saving souls. They worry about me being late. Yeah, I'd be late y'all lives. So. <laughs> Yo, shouts out to my cousins, man. I'm the cousin that's late for everything, and I be telling y'all that, but I'm trying to help y'all. I'm trying to help save y'all because I, I'm, I'm tired of all the RRPs I see on social media. I'm tired of hitting people up, sending my condolences. I just sent one of my one of my um old co-workers of my condolence last week. I didn't even ask how his cousin passed. I just sent my condolence because I saw the pain in his eyes. I saw the pain in his pulse. I could feel it. But yeah, it's the boy Product, Life of Product Podcast. This is episode 69. Let's get ourselves together. Listen, I'm calling all men that are minorities. I'm calling all black men. I'm calling all Hispanic men. I'm calling all Indian men. I'm calling all of y'all right now. Let's do something and let's get ourselves together and let's get on track. Let's save our families. Let's save ourselves. The Boy Product, episode 69, Life of Product Podcast. I'm out, baby. Yeah.